G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Want to win in life's challenges? To know the will of God and have more passion for Him? Practical help right now with Tark Barna and Running With Fire. Thanks for tuning in and joining me for this week of sharing from God's Word. I got so inspired myself last week uh, speaking about an awakening, God coming down, the power of God, you know, the Spirit being poured out, revival, call it what you like, that I just have to do a part two. So I hope that you'll enjoy it as much as I enjoy it because this is a, a subject that is very, very dear to my heart. And uh, I just love to see God turn up in our churches, our services, and our lives far more than ever before. You call it having encounters with God that change and transform our lives. This has all been promised, of course, in Acts chapter 2, 17. She'll come to pass in the last days, says God, I'll pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions. Your old men shall dream dreams. This is what's been promised by God, and I believe we are going to see it in the near future. Some would say that the history of the church is a history of revivals. So God would turn up in revival power. The church would go into decline. People would cry out to God. Then God would turn up again in an awakening, a visitation. Church would go back into decline. And people cry out to God because it gets so tough and so hard. The nation goes into free fall. People, Christians cry out to God and God would move again. So the history of the church, the world owes everything to the church. And the church, I think, owes everything to revival. So I want to just keep sharing with you on this whole area. And we start talking about one thing that comes with the revival is the power of God. And we need the power of God. Don't you need the power of God? I need it. I've got issues in my life. I've got struggles. I've got battles. I think, God, I need your power. I need you to break through because I can't get through on my own. I pray. I can fast. I can do everything. But somewhere along the line, God has to turn up and touch our lives to set us free. People with mental health issues, people with serious sicknesses, people with marriage and relationship problems, they need God to turn up. And that's what happens when revival comes. So Mark 16, verse 17 to 18 says, These signs shall follow them who believe. In my name, they'll cast out demons, lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. When God begins to move, this sort of stuff becomes commonplace. I want to get to the day when the miracle is not that someone had a miracle in a service, but it's a miracle that no one had a miracle because it becomes so commonplace happening all the time. Like, what do you mean? What? what? Was there no miracle today? Wow, that's a miracle. So I'm pushing it out there, but I think you know what I mean. I read this story, 82-year-old lady. She can't read, she can't write. She gets, because she, she lived in a farm and couldn't get to school. Anyway, um, she got filled with the Holy Spirit and instantly she could read a Bible. Couldn't read or write anything, but she could read a Bible. So she wanted to then serve God, but she couldn't serve in the kids' church because she couldn't read the curriculum. The only thing she could read was the Bible. This is the God we serve, folks. You know, the Red Sea did part, fire did come down from heaven. The sun did stand still. The walls of Jericho did come down after walking, running around it, walking around it seven days. Uh, the dead were raised. The blind did see. 
Jesus did calm the storms. He was on one side of the, the, the water and then next minute he's on the other side. This is all real. I only say that because some people want to downgrade the Bible. They want to minimize and say, oh, yeah, and give some explanation for it. So this woman re- re- suddenly could read the Bible and nothing else. That's the God we serve. It's what happens when the, there's an awakening and God pours out his spirit. So anyway, she read Mark 16 about lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. So she thought, I can do that. So she'd go all around her community, neighborhood, find those who were terminally ill that were incurable. The doctors had given up on them. She'd read the Bible to them for three days, scriptures on healing. And for three days she'd talk it, you know, build their faith. And then after that she would pray for them. Do you know that they reckon that virtue? Every person she prayed for got healed by the power of God. I leave you with this thought. If she's 82, no education, can't read or write, can work miracles by the power of God, then what can you do? What can I do? When we get connected with God, we get connected with the Holy Spirit. When God comes down and visits us personally and individually, there is no limit virtually to how God can work miracles through you and through me. Tark Barner is the Senior Pastor of Church Unlimited in Auckland, New Zealand. For more information, to make contact or to listen again, look for Running With Fire at our website, vision.org.au. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.